Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Townshill with the University of Illinois Extension Service, and in the studio with me for this for the second week in a row so far here is Drew Banks. Drew is the nutrition and wellness educator for the University of Illinois, and Drew hails out of our Kankakee County office. Hi, Drew. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you, Richard. Good. Well, uh, we got off last week talking about World uh, Health Organization's recent uh, warning, warning, if <laughs> yeah. you will, or release about uh, processed uh, meats. So maybe that wasn't uh, the best way to start our annual bunch of shows. But let's move <laughs> on into the holidays, perhaps something happier and everybody enjoys doing. And I always like to sit across the table here and, and talk about something that's near and dear to you and it should be near and dear to all of us as well but uh you know food safety for the holidays yes uh, we may do a great job all the rest of the year but when it comes to the holidays i think sometimes uh food handling food safety those kinds of things kind of get thrown out the window because you've got all these parties going on all the time and whether you've cooked it yourself or you're there eating, you gotta, you know, you ought to step back and wonder maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to talk about that. So what are some of the the good, say, safe food handling things that we should still have, you know, top of mind and be thinking of? Well, I think that for the holiday season, and you're right that um, we maybe sometimes do neglect to be as careful. Uh, we're all in the festive mood and maybe just not paying as much attention so that the general rules still apply and that is to keep hot food hot and cold food cold. That's the one I remember. Yes. <laughs> and to use a thermometer to check the temperature of, of foods, especially large pieces of meat that we're cooking. And at the holiday season, we're making things like a huge turkey and meats that we don't typically cook, uh, you know, year round. So we may be making a large roast or a ham. So the FDA, uh, the Food and Drug Administration, does recommend using a thermometer to check the temperatures of food. So, so turkey is done at 165 degrees. It is safe to eat at 165. Uh, most people will cook it to 180, 190 degrees, which is fine. But that minimum cooking temperature is what's most important to prevent foodborne illness uh, from bacteria that may be on the turkey. All right. And then... Uh, what about some other temperatures for other other meats? Well, the beef um, beef is there's a wide temperature range because some people like their beef medium rare or medium. So 145 all the way up to you know 160, 165, however you want it cooked from well done. But uh, also for pork 145. But um, for casseroles and things that are stuffed, so I'm talking about the stuffing inside of that turkey that you made or that turduncan <laughs> yeah. that you made, the internal temperature needs to be higher. It needs to be 145 because you want to make sure that anything that you made with the dressing or the stuffing that has eggs in it and all that high protein and it's sort of insulated by the bird itself. So you do need to have that cooking temperature internally for the stuffing at 165 as well. I know in, in previous shows from other years, I always ask that question about, you know, stuffing in, stuffing out, because FDA, USDA, mm -hmm. had all these, um, tried to get us not to do that anymore, but right. we just wouldn't give it up. No, So will not. at least they gave us a temperature then to make it safe. All right. But yeah. You're right, too. The safest way to serve that bread and dried fruit and nut and and chicken broth, that delicious side dish that goes with our turkey, is on the side. Mm -hmm. But we traditionally like to put it inside the turkey 
where it's absorbing a lot of those additional flavors, and it is absolutely delicious. But the risk there is in overstuffing the turkey so that it doesn't, the stuffing that's inside the turkey doesn't get hot enough so that you're not cooking it to a high enough temperature. And if you're not cooking it to a high enough temperature, you may be actually just breeding and growing bacteria. Yeah. It happens every year. So, sure. yeah. Just to somewhere. Yes, someone um, and somewhere. We just had another fellow educator in my office uh, doing a GAPS training, and he went through the hand washing thing. Mm. Um, very important. Was, very important. It was just amazing. Uh, I think our master gardener trainees um, had second thoughts about rushing back to the snack table without <laughs> cleaning their hands huh. after that demonstration. Good. So it was, it, was, it was a very good one. So you're right. So cooking to safe temperatures and keeping the, the everything clean. Everything clean is important. Uh, and, and speaking of everything clean, we have talked about this in the past as well. The current recommendation is to wash your hands, but not the turkey, right? That is right. Thank you. Um, and that recommendation actually came out a few years ago, and people are having a difficult time adjusting to it because we are already accustomed to putting that turkey in the sink, removing the packaging on the outside, and washing it thoroughly inside and out. Well, the new recommendation from the FDA says that that turkey has already been washed, and if we go through that process, what we are likely to do is wind up contaminating the kitchen by splashing things around when if you just took the turkey out of the packaging and put it into the roasting pan and then proceeded with cooking, any bacteria that may be, and I say may be on the outside of that turkey, would be destroyed by heat and you would contain it to just the turkey and not spread it all over the kitchen, the telephone that you touched, the wall, the range, the countertop. Anything yep. that you touched yep. after without washing your hands. And I think the other part of that in my thought process is we could actually have a clean bird and contaminate it by what we have in our own kitchen oh. sink and everything because <laughs> we don't have that sanitation level that the processing plant has, I, I would say. No, this is correct, too. Uh, the things that we find inside of the drain just underneath the drain plug, those things are amazing. So, And that's an area that often gets neglected. So the first thing that you need to do, if you, if you plan to go ahead with, your, with the old recommendation of washing the turkey, is to clean the sink. Clean the sink thoroughly, you're right, so that you're not transferring or cross-contaminating something onto your bird, an otherwise clean bird. <laughs> right. So, okay, so again, uh, our, hand, our hands are clean, but not necessarily having to do anything with, with the bird. Okay. Yes. That's that's all good news. Now, uh, every year I know we've got turkey hotlines and meat hotlines mm -hmm. and all these other things. Are those going to be in place again this year? Yes. In fact, you can go online and you can find a turkey hotline with with live people to talk with about your your questions from the major turkey producing companies, uh, which I'm not really allowed to list, but we also have the USDA food safety hotline and Ask Karen. So you can dial the 1-800-674-6854 number to ask her questions about meat and poultry. That's through the USDA. And that hotline is generally opened every day from 10 a.m. Eastern Time until 4. So you can call, ask your questions, or you can email and ask your questions, and they will get right back to you with an answer, too. 
Okay, so they have a, a staff on hand, um, well prepared during the holiday season. Oh yes, they get thousands and thousands of okay of and questions. As you say, although we can't uh, put them on the air here, all the all the major turkey companies they have a hotline. They have a hotline mm-hmm. to help you because they want you to be successful too. Yes, I can just imagine first timers uh, with a cell phone in one hand and holding the turkey up in the other, and wondering what am I doing? That's what's uh, going to happen. <laughs> 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 that number may also be on the well. It usually is on the outside the package of the turkey itself okay there's an 800 number there you can call okay very good so safe food handling right temperatures don't wash don't clean the bird <laughs> wash your hands instead yes and, and then if you get in a jam there's the uh, the, the turkey hotline so to yes. speak Okay, very mm-hmm. good. Drew, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for being Thank here you. this week. Um, I'm going to look forward to having you come back next week. We'll work and we will continue our food safety things throughout the holidays and probably through the new year. Yes. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you, Drew. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. I've had Drew Banks in the studio with me this week, and I'll be talking to you again next week.